Oh, no one ever thinks about the boobies on the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. We are discussing... The second time. Below Deck Mediterranean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Season 7, episode 11, which Bravo called The Bold and the Betrayal. And we are calling Natalia's not wrong because she's not. She's not wrong. And here is Jen for your rapid recap. Sandy Storm and Jason devise a way to untangle the anchor. Natalia thinks Kyle and Natasha are slacking. Jason can't seem to master the art of doing a task without griping about what's wrong with the way it's done. Sandy isn't happy with how the stew pantry looks. Storm is planning to name either Z or Courtney as lead deckhand. Courtney continues to shine on deck and with the tender. Dave produces another amazing birthday cake. The guests make their last night a late one and Tasha and Kyle leave the mess a mess. Natalia vents her frustration to Captain Sandy the next morning. The gaslighter is trying to act like she's being gaslit. Kyle is shocked to be on Sandy's wrong side and takes it out on Natalia. The guests depart by tender and the show ends with yet another cliffhanger as Tosh is called to the bridge by Captain Sandy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Except it's not, probably. Like everything else. (laughs) All the other to be continued. True. We have been talking about this and I don't mind it to be continued when it's something cliffhangery, like somebody's getting fired, but this amping up drama and then producing a giant nothing burger. I can't. I'm bored. I'm just really bored. Yeah. I'm not loving this season. Like I said earlier, they got an Emmy nod for the last season with Lexi. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is just a giant letdown it is. i mean this is more indicative of a real working boat where there's not constantly some massive crisis every single episode but it still seems really lackluster to me you know talking about the biggest conflict that was happening during this episode i'm totally on natalia's side on this i'm with you and i think even without her saying something to sandy sandy would have picked up on what was going on i think it's impossible for her not to because it's right in front of her face and that's a massive safety issue if you think about the fact that there's guests and crew and on top of that camera crew that's running around that boat to have stuff like that in the walkway is just dangerous yeah and i'm surprised that they think it's okay to leave it that way and then leaving a giant sinking counter full of dishes they couldn't take a few minutes to put that stuff away i mean the two of them together it would take them five minutes to clean that up but it's rude for them to leave it for her to deal with the next morning when she's already got enough stuff going on yeah getting everything ready for the guests i completely agree i was a little bit confused and maybe you can fill me in 
Natalia the next day told Natasha that she either needs to clean or she needs to pull for the next day. What is it exactly that they pull that would save her time? All the stuff for breakfast the next morning. So we see the deck crew clean up the optic table, the outside table mm-hmm. and the floor and all that stuff after meals and it needs time to dry. Right. Even if they put out the breakfast set up at night, the night before, so that it's done, it could get dew on it. It could get blown Salt off spread. the table. Yeah. yeah anything. That would be gross. So it needs to be done in the morning. Mm-hmm. after the table probably gets a quick wipe down because it should be relatively clean it's just a matter of maybe like you said salt spray or whatever mm-hmm. but they're pulling the little carafes that you put the creamers in and the breakfast silverware and you know whatever decorative stuff they want to put on the table and place mats all that stuff should be sitting in a neat pile somewhere so that the morning person can just walk right up and do it that way they're not trying to make the table for breakfast as the guests are sitting there and trying to work around them. It's just easier to do it when nobody's at the table. Right. And the other stuff that they should be pulling is all the stuff that she needs in order to serve coffee to the guests, not putting the half and half out, obviously, mm-hmm. but having all the tools there for her to use the little sugar caddies, little spoons, all that stuff that she would need to serve the guests coffee wherever they are. So all that stuff should be pulled the night before and sitting there waiting so that she doesn't have to clank around with dishes and make a whole bunch of noise when they can easily do it the night before. It really, if the two of them were actually focused and did their job the night before, none of that should be an issue. They were up till almost stinking five in the morning. I don't see how there wasn't enough time to get it done. Uh, I do. Poor time management. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. I just find it frustrating to watch them deny that they're slacking. It's on camera. We're watching you. Yeah. And Kyle doubled down on that he was giving it his all and he's helping both on service and with cleaning. And I'm not saying he's not, but he's also taking forever to get stuff done. It's frustrating to watch because we can see it in front of our eyes and we're not stupid. Yeah. You know, no one who's watching this is thinking that Natalia is just griping for the sake of griping. She has legitimate complaints. And I'm glad that Sandy's finally seeing that. And I think she had every right in the world to say something to Sandy. Can I tell you something that made me laugh? Of course. Natasha saying that the thing that she hates most is a snitch. Do you know what people rank snitches that high on their list? Con artists and fakes. You know, yes. Nobody else has snitches on their radar because they're not out trying to screw anybody over. And with all the bad personal qualities one can have, I'm not saying like snitches are my favorite people, but in this case, when it's your boss who you've addressed it with and she hasn't done anything to change her behavior, Mm -hmm. don't you go the next step up? Isn't that the chain of command? Absolutely. And she had every right to do it. I think, like I said, all of her complaints are valid. It's frustrating to see that the other two are slacking off when very clearly there's enough work to be done to keep everybody busy and they're just not doing it and leaving most of the grunt work to her. And that sucks. I've been there and it's not a lot of fun and it makes you feel like you're not in a team environment. And that's the kind of environment that sandy most definitely likes to foster with her crews that all captain all good captains should right you know she's not trying to pit anybody against each other she's just being observational about 
what's going on in front of her. And it's the the interior's not pulling their weight and it's not Natalia that's the problem. Right. I'm glad Natalia's got Courtney though, because in situations like that, when you don't have anybody who sees it, how it's really happening, it can be crazy making. Yeah. So I'm glad she at least had Courtney backing her up saying, I've been there and it's not right and you should say something. Yeah, absolutely. Once it gets to the point where you've tried to address it a multitude of times by yourself Mm -hmm. and not gone up the chain of command and nothing is changing or improving, then I think she had every right to talk to Sandy about it because that's what the captain is there for, is to help you with things like that. And especially when it's a valid complaint like this, that's a safety issue and it's disgusting. And for Sandy to say to Kyle, this makes me want to vomit every time I see it, that you know that it's bad Yeah. if that's where she goes with it. And then to have Natasha go to Kyle and say, Sandy just screamed, screamed at, me. at me. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I was <sighs> like, if that's screaming girl, you've got no clue. <laughs> Seriously. She didn't scream at her. She's rewriting her own history. She does. She exaggerates what everybody else says and then minimizes her tone or how she's coming across. Right. And for her to say that Natalia was being disrespectful to her and like she's just a victim all the way around in every one of these situations she's the one that's unjustly and unfairly being treated but she's not seeing what's leading to those comments being made to her in the first place yeah she's just not doing her job it's annoying and it's disappointing yeah so I'm interested to see what happens on this next episode with Sandy calling her into the bridge yeah hope she gets her hand smacked we'll see i think sandy has tempered herself enough that she'll make her point but she also seems to use kid gloves with certain people so i'm honestly not expecting much to be honest but we'll see it could happen i mean and on top of that you know that natasha's gonna run to whoever and tell them that sandy you know verbally assaulted her right. whatever yeah when she asked her to do her job yeah it's crazy making it really is on the upside we see courtney stepping it up yes she is i'm, I'm really impressed amazing. with her this season i am too mm-hmm. i mean i'm impressed with z too but i feel like i see courtney taking initiative quite a lot more yeah i think she is really focused and i think she really likes the work mm-hmm. and it makes all the difference the money's good of course but if you really enjoy what you're doing, which she seems to, I think that's how you get the difference between a Courtney and a Jason. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not sure what to make of him, to be quite honest. Parts of me feel for him and see how he's excluded, but parts of me listen to what he says when they're trying to include him. And it's almost like an, I'm going to push you away before you can push me away almost, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. He's not helping himself in that regard. For sure. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And that stinks too, because from what we've seen, Courtney is a really nice, funny person and Z is the same. And Z even says, you know, I guess I'll take one for the team and try to reason with Jason or try to talk to him about what we're doing and try to include him and what's going on a little bit more like z recognizes that there's an issue there and thinks that maybe he's the person to try to fix it or help remedy the situation so i mean i'm sure they've had conversations about it that we haven't seen about jason Mm -hmm. between their duck team and maybe z took the initiative to try to help 
to see if they can make it better. Yeah. There's only so much he can do. I appreciate that he's willing and it shows you what kind of guy he is. Mm -hmm. But again, if Jason doesn't do his part, there's not much that can be done. Right. It's in his hands at this point. I agree with that. It'll be interesting to see how things shake out if the situation improves or if he gets himself into a spot where he just feels like he's so alienated he's not feeling welcome there anymore or whatever. Yeah. The guests have departed. I'll be interested to see what their tip is because I did see them between the Sir Stephen thing last week Mm -hmm. and this week they were complaining a little bit on their late night about the speed at which the cocktails were coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's going to be reflected in the tip or if that's just an aside to buffer the arc. Right. I don't know. Look, if I had become accustomed to, especially because you never know with crew, when you're walking into a situation like this, if you should expect expedited service, but I guess they've had enough opportunities at this point to see or to know that these guys can pump out the cocktails a little bit faster than they are. Right. Then, yeah, I totally understand your disappointment if you're not getting something in an expeditious fashion. Especially if two of them are up. If Tasha's reasoning is that she wants to give the guests the ultimate service and there's two of them there and... They're not giving the ultimate service. Yeah, they did have to end up making food for them in the middle of the night after Dave had gone to bed, but it was French fries and nachos. It was not anything complex. Right. I would be disappointed, I think, with the guest experience only because we've seen the previous charters and we've seen when they're on their A game. And this is just not their A game at all. Right. That's because they're spending all their time being distracted and allowing each other to be distracted. Like they're almost fostering an environment of distraction for each other. Right. And then patting each other on the back. When I he, know. When <laughs> he he's like, yeah, you owe me money for blown smoke up your ass. But I mean, in all honesty, I don't understand why he was saying that other than to just stroke her ego so that she continues to allow him to slack off because he's distracted. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense in the sense that nothing that he's saying really makes sense, but I understand the logic you're trying to deduce from it. I just don't think that they're operating on logic. I think that they're each other's cheerleaders. And if both of them are saying they're doing a good job, that's good enough for them. Right. They don't need anybody else's validation. Right, exactly. Which not needing the captain's validation is probably the stupidest move you can make in the industry, in my opinion. Not disagreeing with you on that. So we'll have to see what happens next week and see if the to be continued is just as much of a letdown as this week's to be continued was. Right. I don't know where to go with this show right now. (laughs) it's weird because i have people i like which some seasons that's been a stretch i'm on good ground with captain sandy which go figure who the heck would have (laughs) thought but this just isn't doing it for me i know and it's the kind of thing where i understand that you're torn about sandy but I genuinely feel like she's doing a different version of Sandy this season. Me too. I like it. And I feel like just in the same way that Lexi was able to make people like Malia again, I feel like that's what especially these two on the interior are doing for Sandy because now you're rooting for Sandy to get them to get their poop in a group. 
Yeah. I really don't have any complaints about Sandy this season. I don't. I feel like she's been on it. I think somebody put that on the calendar. I know. I know. Like I'm waiting for the lightning or something. (laughs) (laughs) It already hit our recording studio once. Don't do that. It did. Yeah. We don't need it. We already had to do this the second time. So (laughs) let's not make the third knock one. No, I think she's doing great this season. I think she stepped in everywhere she needed to step in and has stayed out when she needed to stay out. So I've got no complaints about her and I've got no complaints about Dave either. I understand that he's kind of waiting in the wings, but he is not letting the situation with Tosh distract him from doing a good job. And that cake was beautiful. I don't think we've ever seen a chef on the show make so many cakes. Yeah. And not have a meltdown about it. Yeah. And it's not cookie cutter. He puts individual thought into it and they look different. They have a different vibe. He's not regurgitating beef cheeks, you know, (laughs) beef cakes. So I'm happy with him. Well, we don't have a teaser of any kind for next week to have any kind of an indication how this pans out with Natasha, but I'll be interested to see how this goes down. What and how? Yeah, I predict it'll just be a typical Sandy sit down, like giving your positives and then throwing in the negative just where she'd like to see you improve. Yeah, this isn't a one strike and you're out kind of situation. This is nothing tragic. I don't think I think this is just you're on notice. Yeah, I'm aware now. So I'm interested to see how the dynamic goes on the interior if they ice Natalia out or not. Well, I hope not. Because it's not her fault that they're slacking off, but that doesn't mean that they aren't going to victimize themselves and blame her for whatever. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't see it necessarily with Kyle as much, but I see it with Natasha. Oh, I do. He gives me shades of Josiah. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Okay. I think in defense of himself, because he it's not like it's just Natasha that's slacking off. It's him too. Right. So he feels personally attacked. And the thing he's going to do is be defensive and attack back. And I see him being just as catty and just as cruel as Josiah was. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have any high hopes that he'll take the high ground. Let's put it that way. Well, we've seen him be introspective so far. So hopefully maybe his initial reaction will be to be defensive, but I hope he thinks about it. I like him. I think he's fun TV. You know what I mean? So I don't have any wish to have him walk the gangplank. No. Tosh, on the other hand, that's a whole other animal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for catching up with us this week, guys. Please tune in to our super fan interview. And if you have any questions that you want answered, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter or our email, which is gangplankreport at gmail.com. And we will catch you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.